What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris. Thank you, as usual, for choosing to tune in today. Hey, folks, there's a ton of content out there, and you're choosing to tune into this. I'm hoping it's because it's bringing you perspectives in life, helping you identify your foundations and stay grounded in the this world that is just full of noise and chaos. That's Jamie and my goal, whether it be the folks that we're interviewing or in Marriage Mondays. Hey, today, we're going to flip the script a little bit. I was, I was looking back at the remarkable guests that we've had, the folks that have carved out time, that have given that to me, and, and I'm hoping it's blessed you as well, to allow me to interview them. And, and it's folks with a ton of life experience, uh, from Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman to Colonel Sheffield, uh, one of my old military commanders, some of my mental health professional friends that have allowed me to interview them police officers, uh, just across the board, people that I'm so impressed by. And as I thought about it, I thought, I'm missing out here. I haven't interviewed anyone young yet. And and I need to fill in a gap here. Because here's the deal, folks. There was a, a wise man that once said, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. It, instead, set an example for everyone around you. And And I realized I learned from young people all the time. I see people who are younger than me, but better at something than I am, who have perspective in an area that I don't, and I, I gain perspective from them. And I want to project that. I want to bless you uh, with guests like that as well. So today, I'm going to be interviewing 15-year-old Jay Paulson. I've only, only known Jay for about nine months now, but as I watched him make a major transition in life, moving all the way across the state of Washington, uh, relocating for his dad's job. And as I saw him live life as an amputee, I realized this kid has something special. Uh, he has a secret that I want to hear from and that I think will benefit other people as well. So stay tuned. Uh, as always, folks, I always want to point back to, um, I call it our sponsor sometimes. Other times I, I call it our partner. I don't know what the right word is, folks. I really appreciate what I see Service Peace Warriors doing. Service Peace Warriors is a 501c3 nonprofit that's dedicated to supporting our military veterans and our first responders by, by giving them, by, by blessing them with a service animal. Those folks that are struggling from post-traumatic stress injuries, yep, Service Peace Warriors is taking on all the costs and equipping them with service animals and helping them heal. So if you haven't checked them out yet, please do so servicepeacewarriors.org, remarkable organization. With that, folks, let's jump into this interview with Jay Paulson. Jay Paulson, thank you for joining me here on the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity Podcast. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, I, I know in the pre-recording, I already said this, but I just got to go straight there. I see a, a Steve Largent jersey, the best Seattle Seahawk of all time. Maybe it's debatable. Uh, have you been a Seahawk fan your, during your life? Yeah, my whole life, pretty much. Love it. Now, I, I hate to sit there and point out the differences in our age, because I know I look just as youthful as you, but you really you really became a fan of Steve, Steve Largent after his career. Yes? Yeah. 
I love it. And was it your dad that kind of like directed you or someone else in your family that made you just be like, wow, this guy was amazing. Uh, I think I watched like a football life documentary and that's how I liked him a lot because of that. Yeah. What about his story was compelling to you? What about his life or his career made you go, wow, this guy was, is impressive. Well, he wasn't the fastest or the biggest, but he really tried hard and he, he made it to the NFL. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yep. And he was a remarkable player with not being the fastest or the biggest. And that was something that I related to as well. Hey, you and I have only known each other. I don't know. Has it been like nine months now? I think around that. Yeah. And, and in the last nine months, I've just been impressed. And if I were to sum it up, Jay, I would say, uh, I don't see you being a person that allows limits to close the doors for you. Uh, because there's a lot of things that have happened to everyone, to everyone in our communities over the last couple of years that have limited us in different ways. And you've had unique things in your own life uh, that have potentially limited you, but I just don't see it causing you to quit. And I, I like that about you. So I'm hoping we can unpack that here in the next half hour or so. Uh, if we could start with, you just moved here. Again, we've only known each other nine months. You moved from the greater Vancouver, Portland area, if I'm, if I'm remembering right, to the Tri-Cities, Eastern Washington. Uh, and at some point, your parents communicated this to you. How did that go down? Them saying, hey, you know the place you've lived your whole life? Uh, by the way, we're about to move you. Um, I think it was like we were sitting at the dinner table. And then they're like, guys, well, we, there's a possibility. Like, it's not going to happen. But there's a possibility we might move to Tri-Cities. And I didn't even know where that was, really. Only that it was this place we stopped by on the way to Spokane. But um, it was it happened kind of quick. It was like just a couple months and then we moved, but yeah, it was, it was rough. It was all right though. Yeah. yeah. What was, what was rough about it? Cause I think, you know, I've, I've moved throughout a little bit throughout my childhood and in my adult life. And yes, it is rough when we move. What was rough about it for you? Part of it was I was going to have to just go to a new high school and that was going to be high school. Just moving into high school in general was going to be a little, I was a little nervous about, but then also like, I'd have to make a lot of new friends when I go there. And I just like, it was like from having a ton of friends that I already knew to going to a new high school, making new friends. I was just, it was kind of nerve wracking a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like, like through the roof nerve wracking probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what did you do? I mean, obviously your parents made this decision. Uh, you guys were relocating here to the Tri-Cities. How did you get your mind wrapped around that? Uh, what, what, what was it that helped you kind of walk through this tough time? Hmm. Like when we got there before, like. Both like, maybe. Yeah. Because obviously before you had to deal with some strong emotions <laughs> in the two months as you're walking through this. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, let's start there. The before, how, how did you finish out your year? Uh, and, and was there anything that you did to kind of just take advantage of these last couple months with, with these remarkable friends that you had? Yeah. So at first I was like, Oh, I have, a, I have a little bit of time. So I didn't like, at first it didn't hit me until, until later, but, but up until then, um, a lot of hanging out with friends, a lot of like, just saying goodbyes, kind of saying, well, I'll still see you guys, but just saying, Hey, it's going to be a little spread out the next time I see you guys. So it was a lot of that probably, but a lot of hanging out with people and stuff like that. Up just until take, I, I hear you just, I mean, being thankful for the, all of that hangout time and, and 
kind of taking in as much as you can of those people before the move. Yep. So how about after the move? You, you get into the city that you don't even know it. All it is is a pass-through before you go to Spokane. I like the way mm-hmm. you said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now you're here. And, and how do you reestablish yourself uh, with, with not only being in a new community, but going from middle school to high school? So I thought to myself, well, a good way to meet a lot of new people here. One, going to church, I can meet some people. And then two... Um, I needed to join a sport. I really wanted to join a sport because I could help build some friends, but I didn't do football. So I had to wait until basketball season rolled around and joining, I joined the basketball team and that helped me like get connected and meet some people. And then knowing people from the church that also went to my school also really helped not feel like alone when I was there and helped me get a lot of connections. I like it intentionally engaging in, in an activity to, to develop those friendships. Because if you would have sat home with your door closed and that's all you did was kind of check into school just long enough to leave and then go immediately home and close your door, I would imagine it would have been a lot harder without those church connections and the sports connections. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you, you've mentioned church. Uh, I, I grew up being a cop's kid. My dad, was a police officer for over 30 years. And because I was a cop's kid that it, I just felt like there were these additional, I don't know if they were expectations or challenges. I felt it though. I, I specifically felt it as a kid and your dad is a pastor and mm-hmm. you're a, 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 P, a PK, a pastor's kid. Has that ever been something that you've felt that, that, that this, this extra expectation or something, or is it just a, a normal part of your life? Um, definitely had that feel that there's expectations, um, like people expect me to know a bunch of stuff and like people at school, if they're like, find out like, oh, you're a pastor's kid. So you should know all this. Like, it's like, well, not necessarily. Does the firefighter's kid know how to fight a fire? Probably not. You know? So like, it's a little bit of both probably. I accept it. And it's not that big of a deal, but like other times it's like a little bit of higher standard, like can't goof off and stuff like that. But yeah. 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 I remember kids at the high school asking me legal questions and it's like, I'm in high school with you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and even if I think I do, you probably don't want to follow my legal advice, you know, being a, a mm-hmm. freshman, sophomore, junior in high school, uh, you might want to just not break the law, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a great analogy. Uh, firefighters, kids don't know how to fight fires probably. I like it. Hey, uh, so sports, you picked basketball. Have you been playing basketball for a lot of years? I have. Yeah. And what is it about basketball? What's the draw? I don't know. It just was one of the four, first sports I did. I tried a lot of them, but this one just over the years is like one that I can like I can do. And it's like fun for me. Probably one of the most fun for me. Yeah. So let's get into this a little bit. I mean, you've, You've lived a unique life, uh, and and this is part of of why I I was sitting there thinking, man, I want to interview Jay. I was I was at youth group one night watching you juke and jive around other people and put the ball in the hoop, and I leaned over towards your mom and I was like, does he realize he only has one leg? And she looks at me and goes, no, no, he doesn't realize it. And you don't have one leg; you have two. It's just one of them is bionic, and so. Mm-hmm. Can you unpack that? Obviously, the listeners have no clue what I'm talking about. 
Uh, can you tell me just what has, when did that happen and what has that been like for you? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was born with cancer, which a lot of people are like, well, that's kind of weird, but I was actually born with cancer in my left ankle. And so they tried chemo. It wasn't working. So when I was three months old, I think they amputated my leg. And so really growing up with one leg, it just kind of never, nothing was, that's just how it was, you know? So it wasn't like a big drastic change that I had to adapt to. It was just kind of like, I've always had it. So it's like, yeah, I just always had it. So I didn't have to like adapt to it. And then that's how, yeah, that's when it happened. So it was like when I was born, basically. So you didn't have to learn how to walk with a bionic leg. You just had to learn how to walk like everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, you had a special, a special leg. Mm -hmm. Uh, How often, I remember seeing a picture at some point of, I mean, obviously your body's going to grow. And so how often has there had to be a change so that your, uh, and I'm trying to think, is it even called a prosthetic with you having your athletic? I mean, what's the right terminology for it when you have one of those athletic legs like you do? So the first thing, um, I get a new one, probably one to two years at a time, like a new one. Um, there's been some times where they want me to try something out and I'll have like two or three at a time. But what I call like the athletic ones, like the running blades, I just call them, I call it a blade. That's what I call it. And normally people don't wear running blades all the time like those blades all the time. They don't only wear one with like a foot or a shoe that they can put on. But I kind of think, what if I have to run somewhere? What if I have to do something? So I always, I always wear the athletic one on. Yeah. And boy, you can run like, again, does he realize this? What's going on? Um, Hey, what has that been like? Has that, uh, is it been like your peers are like, Hey, this is cool. Or when you were younger in school or during transitions from elementary to middle, has that become like a, an issue where kids have targeted you or picked on you? What, what's that been like? Um, probably a little bit of everything. There's probably been a lot of everything. Um, a lot of people think it's, Oh, that's really cool. Um, some people will be too, they don't want to talk about it. Like they think, Oh, if I talk about it, he's going to get mad. And then there's a lot of times, a lot of people are super, sometimes they're like really curious and they ask a lot of questions, which I, I don't mind. Cause like, at least you're asking and not being like scared to, but then a lot, I think a lot of people think it's really cool. Um, probably the most is like not teasing, but people will make jokes every once in a while. And I do too, though. I do make jokes about it too. So it's okay. So it's not to lighten the mood, I guess, a little bit. And then a lot of little kids will come up and ask you stuff, but it's happened all my life. So I just kind of get gotten used to that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, any other sports that you've played throughout growing up that you enjoy as well? Maybe not as much as basketball, but you enjoy. Um, I grew up doing like flag football, baseball. I did wrestling in middle school. Uh, I just finished my first golf season in high school, which is really fun. So I've tried almost, I've tried a lot of stuff. I like it. Do you think you'll keep playing golf? I definitely think so. I definitely think so. Yeah. Yeah. See, I am just horrible at that sport. Oh my gosh. I play it about once every four years. It's usually a scramble and we usually play off of one of one or two of my balls is all. And they're just lucky mm-hmm. shots. And if I gave it more time, it's just like anything else, right? It's like somebody grabbing a basketball and going and throwing it and it not going in the hoop and being like, ah, I, I don't like this sport. And then playing mm-hmm. it every once every four years. So I did go to a, 
trying to think of the name of it. Um, it's, uh, boy, it's this golf, it's, it's like this golf range. It's like a driving range, but there's these enormous holes all throughout the driving range. And then there's this like computer screen in your little cup, uh, Covey area and you sit there and hit the balls and you can see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm tr- top golf. It's called top, top golf. golf. Yeah. It was super cool. Mm-hmm. Like my friends took me and I'm like, yeah, I don't like golf. And like 20 minutes later, I'm like, I really like golf. This is awesome. Yeah. And just a little bit of coaching kind of helped me out. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, what's, what's next for you? You're, you're getting ready to finish out your freshman year of high school, uh, here in Kennewick. Uh, what, uh, What's the next challenge that you're looking at? Next challenge. Um, this summer is going to be a very busy summer doing a lot of camps and vacation stuff I'm going on. And then also my high school has the summer basketball league. So like, so you like do practices in the morning and then do like weight workouts with the weight room. And so that will be, that'll be a little bit of challenge to figure out and do everything. It'll be, it'll be a busy summer for sure. Yeah. So what, and and I know we've kind of talked on on this a little bit, um, but what are the things like when, when you were growing up and kids are, are snickering or making fun of your leg, when you're having to do a transition from, from where you've grown up throughout your life in Vancouver to the Tri-Cities, what are some of these, uh, these things that you come back to kind of, what are your, do you have like this, any mantras, any core values, any things that build the foundations of your life that when you're having a really tough day, you're able to kind of take a breath and, and, and kind of gain some perspective in life. Probably take a breath and pray, pray to God about it. Talk to him for some help. And then I guess sometimes I'll just go maybe go outside and play, maybe shoot some hoops and just debrief, I guess, or talk to my parents. Like they can, if I am struggling with something, I can go to them and just talk with them about it. Those are probably some things that I would first do. Yeah. I like it. Well, uh, Jay, I really appreciate uh, you being willing uh, to join me here on the gravity podcast. I, I like your perspectives. I like what I'm seeing in you. Um, you know, one more thing before we go, what, what are your interests? Like, what are you thinking profession wise? Or are you, I mean, I realize you're only ending your freshman year of high school, but do you have some of those kind of things? Like maybe I'm going to be interested in this, or maybe I'm going to be interested in that profession wise. Um, it's a really good question. I, I'm not, I don't, I have no really clue yet. I have no idea what I'm going to do. We'll see. I like it. Yeah. Well, and I, I tried telling that to my seniors in high school. You don't need to know. <laughs> uh, I, I was graduating high school and I was going to be a pastor. And I went to my freshman year of college to be a pastor. And, and then I got married and kind of did a whoop, went off this way. And, uh, and all of a sudden I joined the military and then later became a police officer and later became a bivoca- uh, bivocational pastor for a couple of years at a church startup. And, and so I quasi did what I was going to do when I was graduating high school, but uh, just in a really roundabout way. So uh, you know what though, when you have those foundations and whether it be going to God and praying, whether it be having a hobby that you love like basketball or some people like to fish or, or whatever it is, it just helps clear your head. 
And then having those mentors in your life, parents, uh, teachers, coaches, whoever it is that, that you trust and that can speak truth into your life. Uh, those are great ways, no matter what you do, you're, you're, you're going to be successful because having those foundations is going to help weather the storms of this world. That and having a wicked cool Steve Largent jersey to hang on your wall. That also puts a smile on your face. <laughs> awesome, Jay. Well, again, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, have a great weekend. Take care, brother. God bless. Thank you. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed having that conversation. I knew I was, I knew I was going to have some great takeaways. That's why I reached out to Jay and to his, his parents and said, hey, can we do this interview? Uh, but I didn't know exactly where we were going to go with it. And hearing his, his foundations in his faith, hearing that he has, he has go-to hobbies to blow off some steam, right? I feel like sometimes we lose that as adults. Uh, we, we, we make our go-to hobby our cell phone or, or sometimes a bottle of alcohol. And instead, he has this go-to hobby of going out and shooting hoops, blowing off some steam, clearing his head a little bit, uh, recognizing the power of mentors in our life, going to his parents and, and bouncing stuff off them when he's in a tough spot. Just absolutely great perspectives that I think all of us uh, can implement in our life. Folks, we want to hear from you. How are we doing here on the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity podcast? There's a couple of different ways you can communicate back to us. First of all, uh, whether you're consuming this on YouTube or on a podcast platform, please follow us right now. That way you'll get updates when new episodes come out. We'd also really appreciate you rating and reviewing us. If you're listening to this on a Apple or a Spotify platform, you can go down to our main page. There's five stars waiting down there. We'd really appreciate a five-star rating that will increase our viewability on those podcast platforms. However, they're your stars, folks. They're your stars. If we haven't earned five stars, don't give them to us. Maybe shoot me an email instead at chris at gravityct.com. Let me know how we can make it better. Let me know of future guests for me to interview or marriage Monday topics for Jamie and I to tackle. Folks, you hear me say it once. You hear me say it all the time. We only get to live this life once. Let's go out and take care of the people in our tribe. Love people well. Take care. God bless.